Welcome back, folks, to the Temple Fit Movement. I'm your host, uh, Terry Spurlock. Hey, how y'all doing? It's been a minute since I've been on here. You know, Thanksgiving. I hope everybody, all the listeners, had a great Thanksgiving. I know I did, and I ate way too much. So it was definitely overtime back in the gym to get rid of all the pies and the cakes and all that goodness of foods. Uh, but today, you know, uh, I want to share a message with you guys. I've been that I preached at a couple of churches there, you know, over the over the couple of weeks. Um, it's, it's a really good message. It's got a real powerful meaning to it, and I, I think my listeners would be, you know, would benefit from hearing about this message. And then the message I want to present to you guys, it's 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 a simple message that has a really good meaning. You know, God laid on my heart uh, not too long ago to share it. And so, so I hope everybody's doing great. You know, I've been doing good. Uh, family's doing great. We're getting ready for Christmas. Uh, you know, it's been snowing a couple times here in Kentucky. Uh, not too bad. Weather's not been horrible. It's been right around, you know, 40s. And I'm still battling all the, the junk allergies, you know, if you can't tell my voice. So uh, I'll try not to cough too much as we do the podcast. But I am hope you guys are doing fantastic. And um, it's been fun, uh, you know, doing these podcasts. This is my, I think it's my seventh episode. I really enjoy doing them. Uh, I want to tell you kind of a future notes before I start getting into the, this message. <clears throat> Excuse me. But, um, uh, here on a here, I see I've got I've got three more interviews I've got to do here pretty quick. I got to do an interview with uh, our our uh, our worship leader uh, at church. Uh, we're going to be talking about uh, you know how how God calls the equip or how God calls uh, the unequipped and equips them. Uh, and doesn't call the ones that's already equipped. So we're going to talk about that. I got to talk with uh, a man named Charlie. Uh, uh, you can stay tuned here for a long. I'm gonna be having some YouTube videos up. I want a YouTube video. Uh, I want to video the uh, the interviews we'll have with the folks. I'm gonna put them up on YouTube, and uh, then I'm gonna be interviewing uh, after the first year uh, my pastor. Uh, we're gonna be talking about a few things, and I got a few more people in line. I'm working out try to get to you guys. <clears throat> I'm gonna try to get you in some different different point of views of different backgrounds of uh, of the ministry. Um, you know, like my next episode, I'm going to do, I'm going to do the history of the Temple Fit. You know, reason why I call it the Temple Fit Movement. I'm going to kind of go into that real good detail for you guys. Um, so stay tuned to that episode. I should drop it hopefully uh, mid next week. Uh, so it'd be, this is 12 uh, 4. So hopefully, you know, looking, looking, I want to hopefully drop the next podcast right around the middle of the week. So it might be. I want to say I want to say by at least next Friday. So just stay tuned. That that episode will be up. It'll be the history of the Temple Fit and the reason why I call it that, and what God has laid in my heart as far as the vision of the Temple Fit movement. So without further ado, let's get into the message. How are we? So I want to pray before I start getting into the message. So dear Father, thank you again for giving me the blessing to be able to share the gospel with you know not just the people in person but to be able to share the gospel with people on the line you know it's something so fantastic to be able to share the gospel with people online thank you father for this blessing of the technology that we have today thank you for the opportunities that you give me to to share the gospel of your son jesus christ and father i ask you to let me decrease so that your son jesus can increase through me through this ministry and i pray this all in your glorious son's name Amen. All right, thanks, guys. All right, so I want to read to you guys out of the book of Luke. It's going to be out of chapter 5. Let me get my Bible here. It's going to be chapter 5, verse 17. 
It says, One day Jesus was teaching, and the Pharisees and the teachers of the law were sitting there. They had came from every village of Galilee and from Judea and Jerusalem. And the power of the Lord was with Jesus to heal the sick. Some men came carrying a paralyzed man on the mat and tried to take him to the house to lay him before Jesus. When they could not find a way to do this because of the crowd, they went up on the roof and lowered him down on the mat and the tiles into the middle of the crowd where Jesus was. When Jesus saw their faith, he said, Friend, your sins are forgiving. The Pharisees and the teachers of the law began thinking of themselves, Who is this fellow who speaks blasphemy? Who can forgive sins but God alone? Jesus knew what they were thinking and asked, Why are you thinking these things in your heart? Which is easier to say, Jesus said, Your sins are forgiving? Or to say, Get up and walk. But I want you to know that the Son of Man has the authority to get up and walk. And but, but I want you to know that the Son of Man has the authority on earth to forgive sins. So he said to the paralyzed man, I tell you, get up and take your mat and go home. And immediately stood up in front of them, took up what he had been laying on, and went home, praising God. Everyone was so amazed and gave praise to God. They filled with awe and said, we have seen remarkable things today. <clears throat> Amen to that. That's a fantastic story. Um, so I want to I want to kind of abbreviate a little bit about that. Um, there's there's a reason that we that I want to share this with you, and the title of this of this episode, and the title of this sermon is there's there there is another way, and I was going to call it determination. But as as I went into the this, this, this series of it, it, it kind of came came clear to me that that determination was a great title for it, but it wasn't the appropriate title because sometimes, man, haven't you ever gotten yourself in life <clears throat> that you've ever you've, you've 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 came to a crossroad in your life and you've about to gave up, just like these four friends. These four friends, these four friends, they they carried their friend. Now, I don't know if you guys know a paralyzed person or, or, or what, but let me put it in perspective of a paralyzed person. If you have any youngins or know anybody getting kids and, you, and you've helped them carry them to bed, when you pick up a young and that's asleep, it's like a limp noodle. They don't, they have no control of their body functions. They just lay around, they're all limp noodles. Same thing with a paralyzed man. The Bible tells us this man was completely paralyzed. He could not walk. He could not move his body. He was completely paralyzed. He was, he was limped. So these four friends, they carried him on a mat, not a two-by-four, not a piece of plywood or a gurney or nothing. They put him on a mat, and they carried him on their shoulders. So four friends carried this man. And it, the Bible doesn't tell us exactly how far they carried him, but you know they carried him a pretty long way because back then, you know, the towns were separated really far. <clears throat> they wasn't really close to each other. So they, these four friends carried this man for a pretty good distance just to be able to see Jesus. So... I can only imagine what these four friends went through during their travels. So what I'm asking is, haven't you ever done something for God? Or you're in the path of doing something great for God or doing something in God's name and the devil was just throwing them fiery darts at you, just bam, 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 throw them at your backy back. Like, man, you ain't no count. You don't know what you're doing. You, Why are you carrying this friend on a mat who's paralyzed? Why would you carry him down the road? Why would you do that? The devil, the devil would constantly throw in things at these four friends. I can only imagine what they had to deal with. <clears throat> I say Satan put so much junk in their way. Like for example, I say they put. I say Satan probably put um, people coming coming to him as they're walking down the road. Like why are you why are you guys carrying this guy? Ain't nothing gonna happen. He's he's paralyzed. He's done for. Why would you do that? I can only imagine. You know what else? You know 
man, I just don't know if I can carry this guy any much longer. I'm getting, I'm getting, getting tired. I'm getting hungry. Uh, there's, uh, I wish I had a Big Mac. You know, uh, you can't go through drive through with a paralyzed man on your back. Nope, nope. Got to keep on trucking. These four friends. This is why I thought about calling determined, because these four friends were so determined to get their their paralyzed friend to Jesus that they was they endured every fiery dart that Satan had threw at them. They never gave up. Did not give up. They didn't surrender to nothing. And they went all the way through. Just like, for example, if you guys, do you guys got lost in your lives? Do you have people in your family that's lost? Do you have people in your family or, or your friends that are sick? How how much are we doing, like these four friends, for our lost friends and our lost family and our sick friends and our sick family? Are we going out and, and, and praying for these people like we're called to do? Are we bringing those people to church, asking them to come to church like we're supposed to do? Are, are we doing the things like these four friends are doing these four friends were so determined to get their paralyzed friend to jesus not only to be healed but i think the four friends knew that that their faith in jesus could do more than that and that these four friends knew that jesus could forgive them of their sins so these four friends they stuck together through all through every fiery darts satan threw at them and probably what the what the world could put at them too you know mother nature i don't believe in mother nature but but i'm saying if mother nature was, was there i say she threw you know heat i say it was raining just you know nasty weather making want to give up and uh you know we too have i have lost friends and i have lost family and i have sick friends and i have sick family and i'm not doing my part as like these four friends are i'm not being as determined like these guys are and going out and and sharing the gospel to them i'm not going out and, and praying for them i'm not going out and seeing if, what, what i can do in god's name for those people <clears throat> I, I feel like I'm, you know, I'm, I'm shorthanding my, my friends and family. Um, you know, like these four friends, they come to the, the house, and they could very easily gave up when they saw that the doors. I've done some research on it, and the Bible tells us that these four friends, they went to the, this house. And the houses that back then was not very huge. I mean, you had some people that had very huge houses, but most of the houses that was there was really small. They wasn't really big. They wasn't, you know, massive mansions. They didn't have none of that stuff. They, they, they was probably I don't know. The Bible says the the the, the people was so full that they was shoulder to shoulder rubbing each other. But Jesus was preaching to them, waiting on the divine time, and divine appointment for this one person. And uh, the I think that the context of it gives us more than just you know faith healing message. I think it gives us the message of another way. The doors was closed. And there's windows in this house. The windows was blocked up. The people had the doorways blocked up. So these four friends could have came to the doorways and said, I'm sorry, buddy. i done all I can do. I'm just going to lay you here. Hopefully you might get to touch him when he walks out. No. <clears throat> they didn't give up. Because they knew there's another way. They knew that they they have came too far. Have you ever went oh, Have you ever went so far and you feel like giving up? Have you went to the end of your road and just like, Man, I can't do it no longer. I can't, I can't endure this no longer. I just want to give up. I've been there. We've all been there. We could, you know. I just want to give up. I just want. I can't. I can't push no farther. I can't do it. I can't do it. I just want to give up. I quit. That happens more than you know of. And these four friends, they could have very easily gave up when they came to the doors and the people had unlocked and wouldn't let them in because they wasn't going to trade their place for somebody else. They wanted their blessing from Jesus too. So these four friends, they found another way. They they knew another way. And they saw they went to the roof. And the Bible doesn't tell us that they used shovels or, or, or pitchforks or axes or or, shovel or hoes or, or drills or 
jackhammers, it doesn't say that they use any kind of tool to dig the floor and the roof out. So these four friends was even more determined <clears throat> to get their friend to Jesus. So they dug, <clears throat> excuse me, sorry. They dug, they dug the roof out with their hands, their bare hands. They dug the tiles and the garbage off the roof and lowered their friend down into the presence of Jesus. Now, have you ever been in a situation like when you when you're in worshiping or or if you're if you're preaching and the presence of Jesus Christ comes over you that you know peace is right there. You can feel Jesus's peace every time I pray and every time you pray too, you should feel Jesus's presence around you. You should feel him grabbing a hold of you and hugging you and letting you know it's okay. I've got you. These four friends, they knew once Jesus got, when that friend got down in the presence of Jesus, that everything was going to be okay. When Jesus had went down, when, I mean, when the four friends had lowered the, the friend down to Jesus, excuse me, sorry about that. They had lowered, the allergies goofy up here, but they had lowered their friend down in front of Jesus, and their faith, their friend's faith, got their friend that was paralyzed, got him healed. And we can do the same if we push on and we pray for our people and we show them the love of Jesus Christ. Our faith can too save the lost. Our faith can too heal the sick through Jesus Christ. We can do that just like these four friends. The Bible tells us that we can. Through our faith, you are made whole. And then um, they could have gave up. They could have very easily gave up on everything, but they didn't. They prayed through. So friends, don't give up. Don't give up. Don't turn around. Always know there's another way. You just got to look for that doorway. And just like, for example, um, there, there's another Bible story of, of a woman who bled for 12 years. She bled for 12 years. And she went to doctors and spent all of her money on trying to have have good health care through these doctors. And they, and they kept telling her, like, hey, there's nothing I can do about it. I'm sorry. For 12 years, this woman was sick and she bled. And during that time, during that time of, of that age, um, when you when you had a, a bleeding like that, you was caught unclean. So you was put into completely uh, solitude. You, you was isolated from everybody. You was, you was quarantined. You was not allowed, not allowed to have no contact with anyone. You was completely by yourself. Could you imagine being completely by yourself for 12 years? Nobody talked to. Nobody looked at. Just you. And you alone. She could have very easily gave up. It's I quit. I'm done. She could have took her own life. She could have just laid there and just and done whatever. She could have took. She could have just ended it. But she didn't. She held on. And I thank God that that she knew that Jesus Christ was coming to her town one day. I think she knew because once once Jesus came into her town. She put her hood over her head, and she went, and she pressed through. <clears throat> Sorry, and she pressed through the crowd. Everybody that she touched, you know, this, this this that story shows me that how much traditions and how much religion can kill someone. They said that if somebody, if that woman touched anybody, they was they was known as unclean. So this woman touched everybody. She went through and she pressed everybody. So everybody she come in contact with was technically unclean just like how tradition is in religion religion and tradition kills kills the christians it destroys what we have built through jesus christ because they say well you ain't holy enough to sit up front 
you need to sit in the back. Mm, y'all know if you guys heard my last episode about church hurt. That stuff can get you in trouble real quick. So this woman, <clears throat> she said, heck with that. I'm not going to let no traditions or, or let religion destroy me from getting my blessing from Jesus Christ. She pressed through. She pushed through. So guys, if you have anything in your life that is hindering you or slowing you down, press through, push through. Just be, be just like the woman at the well. She did not care. She pressed through every single stinking person in that building that day. She pressed through to her, to her um, I, I think she touched everyone. She touched everyone. So that shows you how dumb traditions are. Shows you how dumb it is. Now, family traditions are fine. I get that. You know, you have a certain way you do things as a family that's cool but i'm talking spiritual churchly traditions that you can't wear you know a baseball cap it makes you go to hell you couldn't have a beard because if you have a beard you're going to hell or you couldn't have tattoos or whatever that's a whole other subject another day i'm just saying you know religion and traditions are killing people we need to study the bible and follow Jesus Christ the way he intended us to be, to walk like Jesus, talk like Jesus, and have love for one another like Jesus did. So this woman, she pressed through the crowd. She touched everybody. She touched everybody. I just smacked my boom. Sorry. <clears throat> she touched everybody. But she went over and she touched just the hem of Jesus' garment. Just the hem. Now, it wasn't nothing about the hem. It wasn't nothing about the touching of his garment. It was the faith that this woman had in Jesus that made her clean, that healed her. When Jesus felt the power leave his body, he knew that somebody with the faith. Now, this is how I know that. Because during the time, that, that day, Jesus was in a building. And it said that it was completely crowded. It was completely crowded up to where there was... There was um, People on elbows on elbows, shoulder to shoulder, completely crowded up. So, so many people touched Jesus, but this one particular person, this one particular person, she had the faith, and she knew that if she just touched Jesus Christ, she would be healed. So, guys, where's our faith at? Do we have the faith like this woman, just like the four friends? Do we have the faith to take our four, our friends and family to the foot of the cross? Do we have the faith like this woman to push through any obstacle that's in our way, any tradition and any religion that keeps hindering us? Do we have the faith like this woman does to press through and to get our blessings from Jesus? Now, our blessings from Jesus could come in any, many, multiple things. It could be, hey, I'm, I'm child born. I need, I need, I want to have a baby. So you got to press through and you got to pray and you got to pray and you got to pray. And Jesus will one day on his timing, on his divine appointment, he'll take care of you. But you gotta be patient, and you gotta have faith, and you gotta have courage to push through anything that this world can offer you. Because the world will entice you with things to get your mind off of what the goal is, and the goal is to follow Jesus Christ. So, friends, I leave you with this: I always find out that there is another way. There is always another way to to get to to get to the goal that you have to go to. So, Satan will put a blocker in front of you. Don't give up. Don't give up just like, oh my gosh, the door is closed. Like these four friends, these four friends came and the and that room door was blocked by people. They very well could have gave up and just turned around. This woman could have gave up 12 years of complete solitude by herself. She could have gave up, but they didn't. These two people, they did not, well, these, these five people, they did not give up. 
they pressed through, and they pushed through any obstacle, any stronghold that Satan had put on them, like depression and anxiety and stress and anger and temptation and addiction and and whatever whatever your sin is that's in your life, whatever problem you have in your life, you can press through and push past it. But you got to have the faith. you got to have the faith that Jesus Christ can and will take care of you. These four friends had the faith that he's going to take care of his friend. And this woman had faith that Jesus Christ was going to take care of her. So, friends, thank you again for listening to this podcast. And remember, always, do not give up and do not fall, to, to the, to not fall short because Jesus Christ is the only way. And we, will too, will find peace. And we, will too, will find a way out of this depression and, fight and a way out of this anxiety or whatever in the world that you guys are dealing with. So don't give up. Don't give up, please. That's the only thing I ever ask anybody. I say that every time I preach. I say it every time I ministry. I say it every time I try to do a podcast. Is folks, don't give up. Life's too short to give up. Don't turn around and surrender to the demon. Don't do it. There's always another way. Don't give up. So thank you guys. Stay tuned for the next podcast. Um, well, I, I, it'll be the the next podcast will be the history of the Temple Fit. Why I named this podcast the Temple Fit Movement and how the Temple Fit Ministry has took off and how how things work out and what's coming up in the future and uh i have a couple interviews coming up pretty soon i think you guys are gonna find them pretty interesting and always guys if you got questions hey if you want to connect with me on facebook just uh terry sparlock's my name or you can go to the temple fit movement podcast uh, facebook page check me out there but i mostly stay on instagram so you can go to terry terry underscore spurlock Go check me out there. Shoot me a message. Hey, I love to connect with you guys. Hey, if you got any questions or if you got anything I like, you know, want me to put on the air, hey, shoot me a DM. I don't care. I don't want bit to, you know, give you a shout out and holler at you in there. But uh, let me know what you guys think. Uh, let you know, rate and review and subscribe to this podcast because if you rate and review, uh, that helps me by getting the the Templeton podcast, the Templeton Movement podcast, podcast, <laughs> tongue tied there. Help me get it out there so more people can hear it. So. Um, people can hear the gospel of jesus christ in a whole new way and the way that i share the gospel of jesus christ is why i share with energy so i i, I put my energy out there 110 percent now uh when i just start doing videos is it'll be a lot different versus the podcast because i don't know if you guys have ever done a podcast but podcasting is very difficult especially by yourself when you're interviewing someone like my best friend there when well, was just goofing off getting the microphone set up because we got a whole new new software there that podcast was probably my most funnest podcast I ever done. Just because me and my buddy there, we've been friends for over twenty years. He's like my brother, and we we got to sit there and just kind of goof off and you know reminisce on old times and have a good time. Uh, and when I do interviews with people who 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 know more knowledge than I do on on, on topics, uh, it's a lot more fun that way. So and guys, I'd love to you know interact with you guys. So shoot me a message. Uh, please uh, subscribe, rate, and review to this podcast. And uh, Hey, I'll see you guys next week. Appreciate y'all. God bless.